0: 8.22 on this Monday morning, Melbourne Cup Eve of course, love to hear your tip this morning If you got one, 0437 is how you can text us, you might have a question for Liam Maria, MBL analyst of course, he's in charge of the Next Stars program and joins us on the line now, g'day Liam, welcome to the show Oh thanks, Morning,
1: morning it's good to be with you
0: no, Tim Payne this morning. You're speaking to Brent and David Lithgo, so Payne out with COVID, unfortunately. So um, we've still got the hard hitters for you, though, mate, which is good. Um, now, what do you made of the Jack Jumpers' season so far, and, and the roster itself? It's starting to take some shape. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I like uh, I like the Jack Jumpers. I've been saying since preseason. This is a team that's going to be, uh, you know, in in the pointy end of proceedings. That uh, when the whips are cracking. Uh, for, um, I guess that's what we should be saying, on Cup Week. Uh, I like them. And I think, you know, they've been a little up and down at at, at times. Scott Roth's been talking about how the defense isn't quite at the level. He's got some new guys on the roster, and he's got to kind of school them up at that end of the floor. But um, the thing I always love about the jack jumpers under Scott Roth is they're never going to be down for long. They lost a couple of games in a row. Good bounce-back win over Brisbane in Lonnie the other night, and they're back up in the top four.
2: Such a competitive year, Liam. Great to talk to you again, mate. It's it's terrific, and Brisbane have come good, and we've seen there a little bit of depth showing off the bench. Sam McDaniel's playing a role. Baines is back, of course. Uh, Melbourne and Sydney—they've lost four games between them, three of them to Tasmania, of course. So perhaps Jack Jumpers fans can have a little bit of confidence with the with the knowledge they know that they have played had a, a decent and a tough schedule. And then at the other end of the ladder, you see New Zealand at, what are they, two and six now? But then I look at their roster and think, well, come, you know, whips are cracking in a couple of months' time. There's no reason why they can't be fighting for finals.
1: Yeah, incredible parity. You're right. Um, Maybe Melbourne have sort of separated themselves at the top of the table. Eight wins, one loss, and, you know, that loss, you guys would remember... To the Jack Jumpers, Milton Doyle, fourteen points in the in the fourth quarter, and and maybe Illawarra is, is probably the team at the very other end of the spectrum uh, that is a is a couple of steps off the pace. So those two teams kind of bookending the ladder, but between them, really close, and you know teams very much beating each other on a, on a regular basis. So uh, it's good to see. We're used to seeing this in the NBL as being highly competitive like this, and. Going right down to the wire for playoff positioning. But, yeah, certainly I feel like that competitiveness, like you say, has, has gone to another level this year.
0: What do you mean about uh, Milton Doyle's start of the season and Jordan Crawford, too, Liam? Uh, both were in the MVP race, of course. Uh, who do you see leading that at the moment overall? And, and where do you think the two Jack Jumpers boys sit amongst that?
1: Yeah, they're, they're in the mix for sure. Um, they've been really good. You know, they're two standout performers on. On a team sitting in the top four right now and sort of taking it in turns to be to be really clutch um, and come up big for their team. I think Alan Williams is probably that guy with his nose in front at the moment in those MVP conversations. Um, obviously, he missed the first few games of the year for South East Melbourne and uh, they, um, you know, they, what were they, one and three, I think, to begin the year. So they were really missing. The big fella, and then, uh, you know, he's come back with, with a real bang. He's had one poor performance. We got in foul trouble the other night against Brisbane, but bounced back emphatically over the weekend. 18 points and 15 rebounds in the win yesterday over Cairns, and he's kind of producing those big double-doubles on a regular basis. So I he probably has his nose in front, but geez, there's a long way to go and, and a whole bunch of players, including Milton Doyle and, and Jordan Crawford, um, that are playing really well.
2: Incredible amount of talent around the around the league at the moment. You're a big part of that with the youth, not only the local youth, but some of the international flavour. A lot of them going well and a lot of them with their challenges. And that's the strength of the league. I mean, you only have to look at Sars' form, for example, with the Wildcats. He started quite well and then he's found things quite quite tough. I had a good look for the first time at Josh He He's 21, 22 um, years of age. But you want to talk about... a uh, a big guy, six foot nine, that can handle the ball, pass, etc. He's a real talent. Yeah,
1: he's been impressive, hasn't he? Um, he's you know come in after a few years there at the University of Montana. Was at the Centre of Excellence in Canberra prior to that, and you know, he's one of those returning college players that you know there are certain coaches or GMS around the league that that are on top of, that are aware of as they as they're making their way back and. Um, certainly, Justin Shuler, who coached him in the junior national team, was, was just red hot on making sure that the Bullets recruited Josh Bannon. And, uh, you know, he's, he's showing why. Uh, slow start to the season initially because of a bit of injury, but then once he's hit the floor, he's been huge for them. Um, and, you know, they didn't get the win the other night in Tassie, but um, as you say, you've got a close look at, at how good he is. He was just a bucket and a couple of boards off another double double. For a a young guy who's still NBA draft eligible, uh, you know, plays with a real poise and um, as if he's a bit of a veteran. But you're right, he's just one of a whole host of young players, exciting young talent around the league, are playing really well. You know, sometimes it can be, as you say, a little up and down with young players. But, you know, the the next stars we've got in the the league this year, a couple of Aussies, a couple of Americans, a, a few Europeans and... You know, a bunch of other young local talent that, whilst they may not be next stars, are still very, very exciting prospects. And uh, every game you've got, you know, some high-level imports and, and, and players to, to watch, you know, uh, fill out the box score and, uh, and some real exciting up-and-coming talent to keep an eye on as well.
0: NBL analyst Liam Santa Maria is our guest on SEN Tazzy Breakfast. Question off the text for you here, Liam from David. Does the history of the JJ's next star, Nikita Mikulovsky and Scott Ross' attitude of no promises make it tough for the JJs to get a next star? It's a good
1: question. I I do think that, you know, your history in this space probably comes into calculations. Not not for me per se. I mean I'm I'm all in on working with the Jack Jumpers to bring someone in, but for um, you know, for players and their agents when they're going through the process, they've got a few different NBL teams that are interested in them, and they you know they've got college options and and the like. Um, they would look at you know previous experience and the fact that Mikhailovsky kind of didn't see any court time really, and that situation didn't go well. Probably maybe sometimes comes into the, to the mix in that regard, but I can say um, Scott Roth, I I would love to get it the right next star into that mix with him and his coaching staff. You know, and we worked closely together during the off-season on a couple of different prospects. It didn't pan out, but um, the the level of improvement that that organization has brought about in a number of players has just been super impressive. You look at a guy like Jack McVeigh, Sean McDonald, like, you know, imports coming in and really hitting their straps. Um, If we can bring the right kind of prospect into that mix and he can enjoy that same level of improvement and consistent play, I think it would be a huge success.
2: All right, Liam. We're about third of the way through the season. Um, You've rightfully said Melbourne looked the team to beat. I don't think there's any question Mm -hmm. about that. Forget about the audience you're talking to here, which is probably (laughs) predominantly Jack Jumpers fans, it must be said. Can I get an early? And this is difficult to do. Give me the semi finalists for NBL as we look into the crystal ball for ten or twelve weeks time.
1: Jeez, it's a good question. Oh, I feel like there's five teams to sort of to squeeze into four, and I'm not exactly sure which of those five is going to miss out, but. You know, I like that the the ladder as it stands right now, as those four teams. I like Melbourne for sure, Tasmania and I have from very early doors locked in the Brisbane Bullets into that mix as well. I just think that they're really solid, very much similar to the Jack Jumpers. And then those other two teams are the Sydney Kings and the South East Melbourne Phoenix. I'm probably gonna go with the Phoenix in that regard, to be honest. Um the <laughs> Kings are sitting pretty good, six and three and you know, you've got to like the way they've been going about it. But um, I, uh, I am high on the Phoenix as well. That top four that they've got, Mary Brown, Will Cummings, Alan Williams
0: and Mitch Creek is, is super elite. So
1: let's go Melbourne United, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Tassie and Brisbane for that final four.
0: Very nice, mate. Uh, one quick one to leave you with off the text before you go. Please ask Liam Re him being banned from entering Tassie due to him never <laughs> rating the JJs. I'm no, all he's in. on board now.
2: I'm
1: all in. Get me on the spirit and get me over there.
0: <laughs> Great to have you on board this morning, mate. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, good luck with the rest of the season doing your commentary and your, all the hard work you do for the NBL. Appreciate your time this morning.
1: Cheers, guys. Great to chat.
0: Liam Santa Maria joining us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're late for the news. Here it comes for you now.